Hey, listener, Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. You can play Pick'em. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower total in each stat for this week's games for a chance to win big. You can actually win up to 100 times your money in a single night. That's right. I didn't say 10. I didn't say 20. Up to 100 times your money. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick them entry. My favorite feature, you can make rivals picks. Hit two players against each other. Wembenyama versus Nikola Jokic. Tim Hardaway Jr. versus Norm Powell. Kawhi Leonard versus Steph Curry. Who knows? Maybe Grayson Allen versus Pat Connaughton. You get where I'm going with that. You can do it all with Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you sign up today with the promo code DING. That's D-I-N-G. And get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant Pick'em special. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our promo code DING, D-I-N-G, to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant Pick'em special. Must be 18 or older and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your play? Call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Join us on the Chinwag Podcast every Wednesday where we trade the banal and the boring for the super strange and bizarre. They committed human sacrifice? I did bring up human sacrifice, yes. You sure did. <laughs> that just went by fast. Kind of casually tossed that out. I would like to have an alien uh, hatchet young inside. Holy shit, really? She saw world peace and I saw demons coming out of the wall. I will say that there was a green couch outside of the principal's office and you sat on it if you had lice or if you got in trouble. <laughs> they wake you up from the goo pods to live in reality and you're naked and screaming it's like <laughs> follow us for free on apple podcasts and all major podcast platforms for more information go to chinwagpod.fm and find enlightenment through our instagram or tiktok at chinwagpod or on twitter at chinwag underscore pod R Slash is a hilarious podcast where Dabney Bailey uses ridiculous voices and emotions to read aloud the week's craziest Reddit posts. He reenacts various Reddit threads covering wild stories and secrets, petty revenge, relationships, and much more. So if you're looking for a daily distraction and a laugh, check out R Slash wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast contains mature content, explicit language, suggestive situations, and partial to full frontal nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Don't let your kids listen to this. Your picks have been horrible, man. It's the point. It's the point of the show. Isn't, Isn't it? it? Isn't it? it? It's Isn't possible. It? I don't understand what this podcast is about. Poppycock. It's a fuckhouse. On a weekly basis, we are consuming more concentrated bad movies they're probably anybody in the history of mankind. Poppycock. What story? What story? <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you want lunch? I have yet to laugh in this movie. I'll just tell you that. You picked it, motherfucker. <laughs> just remember that. You know what the problem with Hollywood is? They make shit. Unbelievable, unremarkable shit. <laughs> I was legitimately offended. You were offended? I was, 
I was offended. I didn't know you could get offended. I was offended. This did it. If I were gay, I wouldn't be offended. They're fucking making shit up, I mean. Inconsequential detail after inconsequential yeah. detail after inconsequential detail. Please don't lie. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm there holding a mic in my hands and now I'm talking yeah, all over. <laughs> He offers Briar a cigar, and somewhere Amy the gorilla is jealous. <laughs> Struggles to click the lighter on. It finally does. Patience. Patience. That is bad writing, guys. With a giant Confederate flag behind him, Gleason explains Eric isn't a bad boy. He's high-spirited, and he likes that. I want him to understand that money means never having to say you're sorry. I think that's about the only thing the kid understands. <laughs> he dumps the cigar bits into his silver-encrusted skull on the desk. That's not an ashtray, you asshole. That's an ashtray. Points it in a dynical skull. At that point, I wrote down this note. I hate this movie, and I would have loved to have known what Richard Pryor thought about this piece of shit film. That's a good question. This POS film here. He says, what you're offering me is not a job, sir. It's an insult, and I'm insulted, and I'm split. Splitting 20 CV? Yes. No one says they're splitting anymore. For sure, yeah. What do you need? He asked for $10,000. Ten? You're not a newspaperman. You're a crook. You asked me what I needed. You didn't ask me what I'd settle for. Settle for 400 and a job at the Bugle. There isn't any job at the paper. For black people, there isn't any job at the paper. <laughs> haggling. They make a deal for 1500 I don't understand the haggling at all. Oh, I love it. But, uh, He's in a position of power for once. Got you. So that's why he, I don't know. They agree on 1500 Then he says, all right, 2000 2500 Gets up to 3000 He says, for that kind of money, if Eric blows his nose, you wipe it. The question I asked is, what would you do for 2500 a week? 2500 a week? <laughs> you don't want to know. $1982? Like, uh, no, hold on. Like, like, I mean, I guess, let, let's... Oh, it's a... Uh, 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 shit. You don't want to know. Let me be specific, because Zach is a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What does that mean? I think you know what it means. You fuck weirdos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Given that the job at hand is to basically be this child's plaything, but Richard Pryor is really offended by this, doesn't want to do it, but I did the math, and $2,500 a week today is like roughly eight, seven, nine, so called it eight grand. Eight grand a week for the year is 400 grand a year. Would you not do that shit for that much a week? Oh, oh, no, I can't. Uh, no, I have too much self-respect for that shit, man. I'm sorry. I don't, Roy. I don't. 400 grand to be a black toy for a white person? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Damn, Roy. We shouldn't have had Roy as a, like now. I feel bad <laughs> now. Now I feel guilty because I'm like, oh, I'd do that shit no heartbeat. Yeah, isn't this pretty similar to the plot of the Jennifer Lawrence movie that came out where the parents passengers have her hang out with their son? Oh, 
No, not passengers. Hunger Games? I was thinking about Hunger Games? <laughs> no hard feelings. You know, I actually have to think about this because if you look at it. He's coming around. No, I'm not coming around. Patience, I mean. No, I'm not coming around. But if you look at it from an athlete's perspective, you're getting paid to entertain the masses. To be white people's playthings. White kids, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but these owners, the owners are majority, well, especially now that Michael Jordan is not an owner anymore. Mm-hmm. So again, I asked for $2,500 a week back then, which is about eight grand a week right now what would you be willing to do play third base for the pirates <laughs> save no two roy <laughs> hot corner i don't like their hats yo get the pirates hats <laughs> zach what would you do for eight grand a week that's a whole other pod yeah we don't have enough time for that <laughs> okay right, let's keep it moving fucked them all <laughs> i wonder if master bates knows what kind of bastard he's getting i may be a bastard mr bates and he knocks the dominoes over. Yeah. That was shorter than I thought. I thought it would be a payoff later in the movie. Me, me too. Well, it does come up multiple times. This is where the power dynamic flipped it. Clip these noises that Jackie Gleason is making. Oof. Classic Gleason groaning. Oof. To Roy's credit earlier, Foley work. Incredible. Absolutely. The Foley all his ass off. He says he's going to kill Jack. And he says 2-5 is fine. 2-5 is real excellent. He's in the kid's room, holding the house phone, walking around, talking to Angela. Tactical redundancy. Who was also walking around holding her phone. U.S. Bates' house? The U.S. Bates? Kid wants to play. He's U.S. Bates' toy. No, I'm not stoned. <laughs> this kid is really being a shit. Why would he tell his girlfriend the truth? Well, it's his wife. It's his wife. Why would he tell his wife the truth? <laughs> yep, double down on it. Uh-huh. Tracks. <laughs> we got some more Cobra formula here. How old are you? Nine? You want to live to be ten? This kid whimpers like a bitch. Oh, no. Gleason walks into a room, fanciest strapped upside down to some kind of sex table. Motorized inversion table. Mm-hmm. He's bending down, trying to talk to her. She's busy. He's trying to turn it off. It starts vibrating. She likes that. Oh. I bet she does. Oh, sugar. I like it like that. Oh. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, here boy. Here we go. Titties jiggling. <laughs> Not even that. <laughs> I want everyone to check their text messages. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Is it an offer for $400,000 a year? (laughs) I'd probably take that one. You have that note too, Zach? (laughs) I did not have that note, but I should have. Now I know why you guys get excited whenever you're like, and Amin's going to say zero cheeks. The (laughs) screenshot that Amin sent is from his notes. It says, Maze is going to say this line. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as she spoke and I heard that voice. Hey, big boy. Maze. (laughs) It's exactly what I thought about. Maze is going to do this voice. She's turned on now and wants some, and he says he has a headache. Yeah. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Dog. Stressed out, man. You know how you relieve stress? $400,000 a year. But alcohol, apparently. That's the butler. <laughs> to be fair, Zach, he is dealing with a pretty unprecedented situation that's given him a lot of stress. <laughs> oh, he seems more than comfortable with it. Okay. She wonders if it's about the party. You mean the exposition party? Exposition. Everything's arranged. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. No, about Eric. But Fancy can't believe it's been a year already. She's bummed out. What do I have to do with him? Take him to Six Flags? He, uh, he bought a black man. I wasn't aware that we sold them. She must have that DeSantis Florida education as well. I just wanted you to know so that you wouldn't be frightened if you saw him walking around the house. There's a real live black man here in this house? It's only for a week. But why? 
play with, he says, to aggravate you and me, I say. Fancy is the only one with a drop of common sense here, though. Well. <laughs> Super sexist by Zach. Heaven forbid you just tell him no, you ass. That's U.S. U.S. Sexy music as she walks away to take a shower. Speaking of U.S. Oh, no. There's a little hip-hop. Not speaking of U.S. Speaking of no ass, actually. New ass. <laughs> you know, new ass. No ass. All of her is artificial. Proven later. Jackie's mustache twitches ass off. Jackie's ass off. The 20 CB sexy music playing her out. No cheeks. Phobe. Fancy got some big ass titty. <laughs> Next scene is the kid driving down the hallway. Smashing shit. And I got torn here, guys. I won't lie. I said, is he driving like Action Jackson or is he driving like Brad Wesley? Mm, well, probably closer to Brad. Well, he's going downstairs in this situation. So maybe Brent wrestling. I feel like he's trying to smash everything on purpose. I got a couple of notes I just sent you in a screenshot. Oh, okay. That will take care of the last two things we just talked about. Oh, here it comes. Oh, there it is. All right. Moment of mean misogyny yep. and Action Jackson reference. Got it. Yep. Action Jackson. Yep. So we got that covered. We good? Yep. We got it covered. We got it covered. <laughs> Frowline is what? Watching Hitler on TV, I know nothing, reference to Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> I know nothing, I see nothing, I see nothing. What an unnecessary joke. What do you mean? Hogan's Heroes was a huge show at the time. It's 1982, man. Her name's Shotzi. <laughs> She's German. Why? Because it's funny. It's a movie about buying a black man in the 80s. And Nazis. Okay. What do you mean, why? What story? Amin just tried to pull the Sean Astin digging a pool in his yeah. backyard in this movie for her. <laughs> watching Hitler on TV. Kid almost hits a maid, then takes a quick turn down the stairs. They crash into a cart of food at the bottom of the stairs. Like the guy in the shopping cart and Simon Says. Yep. Same note too. More sophisticated effect going downstairs than Simon Says. Way more. Prior making traumatized groans and screams. Jack's terrified. The Nazi kid loves it. Uh, this is what I wrote. Richard Pryor, all-time mutterer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he could do ridiculous sounds. He's the greatest of all time, right? No one's ever... Oh, yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Muttering? No one mutters like him. Second place, I guess you can... Well, Bill Cosby would be oh. up there. Well, up. Supercharge that. Unfortunately, I, I didn't uh, want... Roy, I care about you. I thought about it. I realized halfway through... That scotch <laughs> is really kicking in, Roy. <laughs> I mean, my God, I need another glass. <laughs> Hopefully this... Never mind. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, Supercharge no. that. Oh. Let me get some water over here. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, you too. <laughs> Kid hands Jack a police hat, tells him to put it on and give the butler a ticket. What a demanding little shit. Chop, chop. It's not that hard. That's not the note I had. Chop on down. Yes, that's the note I had. Chop on down too. <laughs> My next note, I hope this kid dies at the end of the movie. Oh, man. <laughs> Same note, too. Jack is asking the butler if everybody Same note too. <laughs> acts like this every day. Kid yells, they're not allowed to talk to each other. What? Old man Cobra formulas prior to tell him they knocked over his dinner and laughs. Prior calls the kid Shirley Temple, asks if he has a license. Reference. I don't need one. I'm masturbates. Picks him up out of the car as the kid's throwing a fit. Asks if there's a jail. And the butler says, first door on the left. And he shoves him in a closet, closes the door. <laughs> he uses this stereotypical Irish cop voice. And I said, did he just call masturbates a stovepipe? Oh, oh, supercharge that. No one called anyone and SP. <laughs> <laughs> he yells that Pryor is fired. Pryor asks the old man to fix him a cheeseburger. Jackie comes in demanding to know what happened. He opens the closet and masturbates, stammers that they were just playing a game. Yeah, this was weird. Kid gets nervous. Why? Because he wants to keep him around after all. 
Instead of cleaning up, the butler drinks his green drop drink. <laughs> That's my man. He covered for Jack because he wants him to stay. Why won't you stay with me? <laughs> Vin Diesel over here. Daddy's giving him lots of money. Pryor's got pets, got friends, got 16 plants. And my lady. Your old lady won't mind. My old lady? Not my old lady, my lady. Master Bates gives him an Uncle Sam costume. Yeah. This is a short costume for a short person. I need something that fits. Master Bates walks over to a boxing robot, and just like that, Robot Month, after a long hiatus, is back. Is that the robot from Rocky Four, the one that Polly molested? <laughs> My note is this: the robot Polly fucked in Rocky Four. Same note too. Did you get emotional when you saw this robot? I mean, <laughs> oh, it's not black. Yeah, this is better than Disneyland. You know that? What is this? How nine-year-olds are just fucking annoying like this, Maze? <laughs> Jack will try the robot when he hits the bag on the head. Of the robot, the robot punches him in the balls. Man down. Kid says to get up. Wants to play a game. He muff dives into a big teddy bear's crotch. Oh, is it a robot? <laughs> clocks the robot and starts crying foul. Foul, foul. Like they're playing pickup. Lose a point on the card on that one. They deprogrammed that feature from the robot before Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> They'll play air hockey for Jack's freedom. Oh, oh boy. Seems problematic. That is, oh, ooh, boy. <laughs> You're going to give me $2,500 for a couple hours if I win? What's Moneybuck's going to think of that? He says, look, I can deal with my daddy. Weird. Never heard that before. You can't deal with me on this because I used to be very good. Kid wants to play for every goal he gets. Jack has to stay another year. A year. I'm the king of ghetto hockey is what made me laugh on that one. That's the line. I'm the king of ghetto hockey. You ain't going to beat me. I wrote, oh, you know that was getting written down. <laughs> How good are you guys at air hockey or ghetto hockey? Oh, I'm excellent. I'm okay. I will murder you in air hockey. I can compete, but I'm not great. It's not like foosball. Foosball destroy anybody. Really? I feel more confident at air hockey than foosball. Way more confident air hockey than foosball. Foosball. What an easy game. All right. We'll play it on the train. <laughs> Settle it. We're going to put a foosball table on the train. Yeah, there's plenty of room. And an air hockey table. Hey, invite me on the train, by the way. You can have my spot, Roy. Well, I'm in. The spacious cabin. You have no idea the artist rendering setup <laughs> that Amin has where he thinks someone's going to piss on someone else's <laughs> head from above or something. I can't even remember what it was. No, no, no. You guys are making it worse than it seems. Roy, we have room for one more. It's the three of us locked in a suite on a train. How am I making it worse than it seems? There could be a fourth. We could put Roy in there and it was like one of the other bunks. <laughs> it would be worse if there was a fourth. I think that's true. I mean, it's me. It'd be great to have you, Roy, but I'm just saying it's a space issue. It's not about you. Nah. Now, I got to warn you, Roy, the shower and the toilet are the same. inseparable, basically. Like, it's just one apparatus. Nah, I can deal with that. No frills over here. No frills. There you go. boy. There's going to be a little bit of extra space because I'm not going. What? Roy can take my spot. Oh, come on. No, hold on now. What's that supposed to be? I don't want to go in the first place. You got something against Roy? <laughs> it has nothing to do with Roy. Roy just puts it over the top? Roy and I could take a fucking flight somewhere. I'd be happy to do that. Nah, we could do that too. I don't want to be stuck <laughs> in a car on a train with you two Baba Dukes, okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Supercharge that. <laughs> don't supercharge it because then it's going to make it sound like I said something worse. <laughs> Master Bates walks away, starts shooting hoops. I'm not playing. 
You're going to quit because I was winning? You hate to lose? I just don't feel like playing anymore. That's all. I got a note here that I know is going to upset Zach. Oh, boy. He actually doesn't have horrible form on his jumper here. The kid? Yeah. No, he's all right. Yeah. Because most of the time when they have kids try to play basketball in these movies, even on a Nerf hoop, they look awful. But like, this kid actually shooting with one hand. He's got good form on it. I was like, okay, Master Bates, you got a shit going on. When he started, I was like, oh, this is going to be real. Real Baba Dookie, but yeah, Massa Bates, huh? Massa Bates. <laughs> it was surprisingly <laughs> confident. Richard Pryor calls him, your dad's going to think you're a quitter. And he says, he doesn't care what I am as long as I stay out of his way. Pop. And I said, message. And if you don't believe me, listen to that music. Oh, snap. Guys, I don't think this is a healthy environment. That's what I got from this scene. Took you this long, huh? Yeah. What gives it away? The part where the nanny comes in? It was the music. Shotzi the Nazi? Shotzi the Nazi. Walks in, says it's bath time. The water is ready and mock Schnell. She's a Louis Pinnock nominee. Kid doesn't want to do it. He says, not without my toy. Mm. No, not the submarine. Jack. Ugh. She says, no. She's going to tell his father. Does everybody do that? I'm not going to do that anymore. Jack takes his hand, starts to walk him to a hidden bathtub. What the fuck is this setup? Sliding door there where it's kind of behind closed scenes. Yeah. It's the Duke's moonshine operation. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Mace. But also, is this yeah. nanny? J is for German. Horny. Oh, she wants to give him a bath later. I'll wash you real nice. <laughs> then he does a spin move into the bathroom, and he likes the setup. As he does a spin move, we find out that the J also stands for Giro Cheeks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The German nanny. You're really stretching this joke, huh? Hey, he's trying. I'm rolling the R on Giro. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. Mm -hmm. Jack says she's right. So they do it clothed. <laughs> I'm not proud of this note. Mm -hmm. Then he gets in the bath with his clothes on. Is that a loophole? Mm -hmm. Maze, will that hold up in court? Whoa. <laughs> I'm not proud. <laughs> Kid jumps in with his clothes on. Jack tells her to do his back. Whose mic is doing that feedback right now? I think that's me. That's me. I was about to say, it wasn't mine. Mine is brand new shit, man. I'm sorry. Oh. It's not me anymore because I could see my levels. No, it's still you because... Your shit's old and busted. Roy's got the new hotness. <laughs> old and busted. New, new hotness. hotness. How about now? Dude, you work for Metal Arc Media. Mm -hmm. Get new equipment, man. They have it. Dude. He doesn't know how to use a microphone, Roy. Oh, okay. Well, he's been doing this forever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> how about now? That does sound better, though. Uh, we'll see about that. He says, it came from the tub starring Eric Bates. Master Bates. That's it. He says, I like you, Jack. What's happening? They're bonding, I guess. Cut to Fancy swinging them things around as she walks down the hallway. <laughs> swinging. Them things is thangin'. You see me swinging. Them today's is today. <laughs> I'm so fancy. You already know. I'm in the best lane. From LA to Tokyo. I'm so fancy. Same note too. Not in terms of noticing her breasts, but in terms of the syntax. The format, yeah. Thangs is thanging, today's is today. <laughs> she runs into prior. He's staring like Jonah Baker at Jessica Simpson and the blooper reel. Amazing. His clothes are dry? What people will do for money. It's amazing. Kick save in a butte. Pryor walks into a room, masturbates, dumps a bucket of puke on him. Cereal? Oatmeal? Yeah, and that looks like oatmeal. It looks like vomit. Chanda. Pryor is muttering his ass off, though, as always. Yep. 
I'm going to kill him. Cut to people arriving for the party. Man is telling Gleason they're going to indict him, and he doesn't seem to really care. Smacks some lady on the ass. Everybody loves it. Yo, he claps her zero cheeks into Bolivia is what I said. Oh, boy. Yo, man, Jackie Gleason slapped that man's wife's ass right in front of him, too. Cocked him, and he loved it. Right in front of him. Now, where's that limey of yours with the bourbon? Oh, I didn't know you could say that. Yo, bourbon, my lords. I wrote bingo, just to be sure. (laughs) I'm Scottish. I can say it. So this old fuck is officially the butler. It took this long to be sure, and he's sneaking another green drop drink. His name is Barkley, and I just realized in 1982, you could have a butler named Barkley. No one would bat an eye, and now... Chucky Barkley. Round mound of rebound. You can't use the word Barkley for anything other than Charles for the rest of time. Or a dog. Woofly. But the dog would be named after Charles Barkley. It would be very obvious. Barkley. No pun intended. Charles has swallowed the entire Barkley legacy. Okay. There's probably a different way of saying that. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. Jackie's muttering off camera about bribing a senator. This is important exposition for later. Because otherwise that thing comes out of nowhere. He's catching Fed charges. Oh, he's a real one in the hood. From setting up dominoes all day? Like, what does he do? Dude. He does everything. <laughs> you don't get to be that rich without some fucking... We didn't have J.C. Petty in this town before I came. <laughs> Jack explained to the oversized stuffed animals it's a rap party downstairs because they're not selling them anymore. They got a new toy now. It's called the Jack Brown. Me, the wind-up asshole. Yep, that's me. <laughs> all the kids will be hollering for me. They won't want no teddy bears like you. No. No, they won't want, and they won't want no sad pandas, and no camels, and no tigers, and leopards, and lions, and dumb rabbits, and orangutans. Do you understand me? The kids will want a Jack Brown wind-up. Mommy, I want a Jack Brown wind-up. Susie has one, and Harry can play basketball. Yes, and Arnold has one and can drive a Cadillac, and he's real cute, dude. I want to pinch his nose. 20 CB teddy bears. Teddy bears are not a thing anymore. Teddy Rex. Well, is Build-A-Bear still a thing? Yeah. They went there and what we do in the shadows. That's true. <laughs> they did. No, the souvenirs at airports, basically. So when you go out of town. Roy's right on this. I've seen bears at gift shops. Yeah. More importantly, are kids going to sleep with teddy bears anymore? Claire has been. A teddy bear or a stuffed animal? You know what? You're right. Stuffed animal. But there teddy bear is a stuffed animal. I mean, he's a bear. No, no, no. I'm talking about 20 CB. It was just teddy bears you went to bed with. She's gone to bed with a teddy bear, yeah. I think Teddy Ruxpin's a real prick. Why? Ah, fuck him, man. What a dick. <laughs> man, you can take any cassette tape, put him in there, play music. 100%. Cool in the gang, cassette tape, put him in there. Oh, this man's over here singing the Hollywood <laughs> swinging over here, man. I mean, it's great. I have a whole story about bullying a kid that I call Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, that's not fair. No, it's an awful... You know, I tell these stories, haha. This is like <laughs> one of the few things that I feel bad about. I bullied the shit out of this kid. All the Teddy Ruxpin... She never cried, always took it like a champ. And it made me so angry. It's like, oh, she never reacts. And then I found out years later that like she was miserable, hated life. Of course. Because I was bullying the shit. You dipshit? That's how bullying works. I know, I know. I feel bad. Turns out she didn't like it. What? Teddy Ruxman. My bad. No, that doesn't help it if you just call her the thing you bullied her with. I just apologize. No, you didn't. I apologize. No, you didn't. I did. I said my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Calling you Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, it's a, uh, 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 oh, shit. I can't imagine she's listening to this podcast. Probably not. But what if she is, though? That would be kind of crazy. My next note here in this scene, he says, and I know we're clipping this, but for all of these, they won't want no sad pandas. And I said, that's not a panda. 
No camels. I said, that's not a camel. It's a unicorn. Mm -hmm. No tigers. That's not a tiger. It's an elephant. Mm -hmm. No leopards. That's not a leopard. I don't know what the fuck that thing is. Yeah, that's not a leopard. That's a Babadook. If ever I saw one. (laughs) And then I once again reiterated, maybe I have no dignity, but I feel like this dude got an easy ass job and he keep bitching about it, man. He was purchased. No, he wasn't. He was rented. They made it very clear to him. Remember? Mr. Morehouse and the other guy. Prior sold out. His life is over. Gonna end up in this room the rest of his life. He's wearing a Spider-Man costume. Pajamas. The stuffed dog starts barking and peeing on him, and Master Bates is up on the tower with the remote. They're both in Spider-Man outfits. They're pajamas. What are you guys doing? Pajamas and outfit. Good, important clarification there. Yeah. Master Bates starts copycatting Prior. Prior walks into Fraulein's room. She's in a robe and tries to sexually assault him. She is horny. She asks him if he's brown all over. Or she yorny, actually, I should say, because she's German. Yep, that's much better. Yorny. Prior trying to go home nearly plows right into Fancy's breasts. When he rebuffs her advances, typical white woman Karen behavior. Oh, he was forcing himself on me and all that. Same note to my brother. Same note. Two. You're my brother. <laughs> You're my brother. Fancy walks him to the dining room where the party's going on. She says she wants them to see what U.S. bought his boy today. Yeah, well, that was kind of fucked up, Fancy. It doesn't even need batteries. Fancy, that's real fucked up, man. Yeah, that's bad. I'm hoping it'll start a trend. Do something about the awful unemployment situation. So now if any of y'all would like one for your children, I believe we're taking orders. Super racist. Gleason walks them both out of the room. Can't you take a joke? Jack is embarrassed, obviously. Gleason said that wasn't remotely amusing. You're marking my arm, sugar. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I thought three weeks in New Orleans with that pink shrink would be enough. Now you got to spend some quiet time at that hospital in Colorado. <laughs> with baby Billy. Colorado. I'm sorry. I was just bragging on you. Oh, no. You used to like for me to brag on you. Jack has had enough. Is anybody going to deal with what happened to him? Fancy embarrassed him. So what? You're getting paid good money? He tells Eric, it's past your bedtime. Put your toy away and go to sleep. Yeah, Master Bates. Jack screams that he can't be paid enough money for this. Gleason leads Fancy back to the party. You open your mouth again tonight, you're going to get yours. Oh, how? Ryan the kisser. Straight to the, the moon. moon. Jack is making faces, throwing the finger his way, starts to storm out. Kid says he can't leave. This is a Hall of Fame 20 CB sequence of gestures by Pryor. Muttering the whole time, too. He bites his fist. He gives him the finger. He does the nose thing. The nose thing. He does the slapping your forearm and making your fist. That went away, man. That's such a great way to flip somebody off. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The power move. Oh, up yours. Yeah. Says you won't get your money. Money? Money? Playoffs? <laughs> You're not hearing me. I was embarrassed and humiliated. He doesn't care about the money anymore. Kid asked if he was bad. Says he gave him new meaning to the word bad. Kid says not go out that door. There are 8 million parking people out there. They'll laugh. Use the side door. You never cease to amaze me. Every time I think you're a rotten little kid, you do something real nice. He kisses Eric on the forehead and thanks him. Mm. I don't know what the fuck that was, man. Why? It's foreshadowing. I think he was just trying to show appreciation. Yeah, he sure is. He walks out the door. Eric locks it. An alarm fires off. Blinking lights, sirens. The dinner party hears it. Gleason says probably a short circuit or something. Jack is screaming for him to open the door. You little shit. He's calling him a little shit. PG rating. (laughs) 
<laughs> he starts to run outside. He runs in the parking people. They start chasing him. He might be armed and dangerous. Oh, uh, this racist mob out here with pitchforks and torches. He's probably on drugs. All of these racist and disembodied voices. He's on marijuana. Negro. He's on marijuana, I betcha. I bet he got out of the penitentiary and grab him. He must on the drugs. Sign the parking guys up for Louis Pinox. Mm. Louis Pinox. Sure. Why not? How do you pluralize that? Panai? Panai? Louis Panai? Panaka. Panaka. That's what you spray into your mouth, right? Master Bates opens a circuit breaker, flips the switch for the dining room, the sprinklers turn on, and Jackie Gleason despondently lights a wet heater. <laughs> Soaking wet fancy says it's only a little fault in the electrical system. This kid really is a little piece of shit. Oh, he's <laughs> awful. Yeah, he's worse than problem child. You might say that he's a problem child. Same note too, Roy. Thank you. CT5 worst kids. Oh, well, all of them. Tied. Tied one. Yeah. No oil eyes in that one. <laughs> Lisa walks into the kid's room. Well, Rasputin, what's next? Kid wants to go back to school tonight. Lisa wants to know what's wrong. Master blames Fancy. Pryor's embarrassed. He won't stay. I don't have anyone to play with anymore. Try somebody. The music starts playing and I said, is this supposed to be a tender moment? Like this is full house or something. Mm -hmm, Cause he hugs him. Father and son. I want Jack back and we're supposed to be like, oh. Supposed to miss Jack. He wants his toy back. Yeah. We're at Jack's house now. He gets into bed with Angela, starts getting it on and that's when the doorbell rings. He doesn't know who's at the door. He just hears the doorbell ring and he says, oh my God, they've come for the pajamas. <laughs> That might win my golden dumpster. Great line. It's Ned Beatty, who's awake on two sleeping pills with his ass off. He wants Jack to open the envelope. Prior insists the answer is no. Ned admires his moral fiber. Jack looks at the check in the envelope. It's $10,000. This for a week or for the rest of my life? It's to get into South Harmon Institute of Technology. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your tuition. <laughs> I can buy the house. I said, buy the house. $10,000. 20 CB? I thought it's 10000 like they were behind on their mortgage was 10000 Not No, I think that's what he means. Oh, okay. They need to catch up 10000 and then they can not have the house taken away from them. Got it. Well, I think that's the whole mortgage. No. If he pays the ten grand, then they own the house free and clear, I think is what he's saying. Own the house outright. Okay, that's nuts if that's the case. Also, it's Louisiana. Bring him in to discuss moral fiber. Me and my wife are about to make love. You can join in. And Ned says, no, I can't. Angela did not say no, by the way. No, she did not. Yeah, she was ready. $10,000 to do that to you. Kids sit on the balcony as they drive up. Optimistic music as they bring Master Bates, his slave, back. Oh, what? Huh? What? Who? Well, I mean, he's getting paid. He's not a slave. He's renting. Indentured servant. Yes, there you go. That's the as Jack is walking down the hallway, Shotzi stops him, tells him she will make it pleasant. She'll scrub his back. She'll give him a bath. I'll see you in 10 years. He's ass off, by the way, the terrified look on his face as he walks away from her. Absolutely. Muttering, muffled curse words. Muttering, muttering, muttering. Muttering is a horseman. Walks in the kid's room. Bucket of tapioca pudding? Bucket of puke. Barkley serves Jack breakfast the next morning on a cart. The food starts to move away from Jack as he's eating. Eric is under the cart and he pulls the tablecloth off which spills all the food on the floor and Jack has had it. This butler is the only person I've ever seen who has had a nightcap, a day cap, and an afternoon cap. <laughs> he's got caps all over the place. Him and Lucille Bluth. Get me a vodka rocks. Mom, it's breakfast. And a piece of toast. <laughs> <laughs> he sits on a whoopee cushion. Just as he's about to spank Eric, he stops himself. He should have spanked him. Mm -hmm. He should have. This is the scene where he picks him up, carries him over to give him a spanking, and the kid is yelling, hey, put me down. And I said... 
20 CB, man. No, I don't advocate spanking, but he needed to whoop his ass there, man. Oh, this kid needs to get beat up, yeah. Well, I would have liked it if he had grabbed the belt. Yeah. The whole, I'm going to put you over my lap and raise my hand. I was a very mazish. I wasn't comfortable at all with this. <laughs> I was hoping the kid would die. <laughs> I'm not even wearing a belt. <laughs> Beltless. Kid says he made me laugh. I want a friend who made me laugh. You want a friend? You don't buy a friend. You earn a friend, you know, with love and trust. Now, this feels like a message. Well, Zach, how do you know it's a message? There was a little bit of soft music playing, right? Oh, there you go. Yeah, the music lets you know it's a message. That's true. Um, you don't have fart pillows. You don't throw firecrackers at them. You don't have stuff dumping on their head. You don't throw their food on the floor. You love a friend. You earn a friend. And this kid responds with a bingo like, come see my train. <laughs> <laughs> Zero attention span. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Jack wants to know if you listen to him at all. Don't order your friends around. You ask friends. Sorry, would you like to come see my train, friend? No. No. Then they smile and hug each other. What's happening? Very tender hug. Pryor's going to kill him. Masturbate says, I love you. It's been a day. Goodbye, bye, man. It's been two days. Why? So we cut to the train, and I said, I won't lie. I was waiting for him to have an actual train just running around his room. Oh, like Silver Spoons? Like a full-on, not even like Silver Spoons. Like oh, like a real train. The train from Back to the Future 3. That's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. The model train is going around the volcano from Congo. There's a fire and then his water is so elaborate. What the hell? Jack wants to know what they're going to do for the next four days. He says, I don't know. Uh, play. Master Bates made his train crash. A sarcastic clap from Jack. Jack then says they can start a newspaper and Eric can be a reporter. Boring. I'll be the editor. And I'll call you Scoops Cody. <laughs> Scoop. Nah. Yeah, you take pictures with a camera. You got a Kodak. You haven't even taken out of the box. Heaven forbid you might learn something useful. Boring. Jack wonders if all this stuff around him and all these people kissing his ass aren't boring to him. This kid says, I have an idea. <laughs> I want to go fishing. That accent came out of nowhere, dude. Out of nowhere, Louis Pinnock. Louis Pinnock. For fish? And they're off. Richard Pryor, top five hat? Not to me. Nope, no. Okay. Doesn't crack the list. Kid says, hoi polloi, 20 CB. <laughs> Swimming, picnicking, leaving their beer cans all over the place. So daddy bought a whole bunch of piranhas. Somebody's cow got eaten in there. This is my favorite Cobra formula of the movie right here. Yeah. I got to pull my boots up real high, you know? What do you mean? Because the bullshit is getting thick. <laughs> There's no prawn in there. I'm not kidding you. They're South American. They can't live here. He wades into the lake. Masturbates is screaming to get out. The water starts bubbling like a jacuzzi. Yeah. Then cuts to a reverse angle. We get the sped up motion. And Pryor is running on water? Running on water. He's running so fast away from these piranhas. This is the second step and fetch it situation in this movie. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he runs on the water. Yep. And he is a muttering. Thought the shirt was different. Got a ton of piranha bite holes, but no blood. Yep. No blood. The shirt and the jeans. And I said, that outfit today. Oh, $7,000 easy. Kyle Kuzma's wearing that. Absolutely. Showing up to the arena in that. Someone says, shut up and hold the noise down. It's Morehouse. Drunk as fuck. Holding a bottle of wild turkey. Back to back wild turkey movies. That's my man. Sounds like a mean podcasting. <laughs> says, you had a difficult morning. Had to let Mr. Geffen go. Head of accounting. Ned Beatty, ass off on sleeping pills. Ned Beatty, ass off drunk. He's just fantastic. Ned Beatty, ass off sober. Yeah. Crushing it. He got fired because he has very sweaty hands and he insisted on shaking hands with his father. So what? He has very sweaty hands. Very sweaty hands. Master Bates can't believe it. Why did this kid grab Jack's hand during all this? Because it's emotional. <sighs> Jesus Christ. He does it so slow, too. It's Tony Burton. <laughs> 
Now I've got being crying on the plane over Tony Burton and reaching for the person next to his hand. Oh, you just need to know that something's real out there. <laughs> Made him do it. He was a good man. Father, husband, mortgage. Master Bates says they could tell, could get even. Who are we going to tell? God? Hey, God. Life's unfair. He's going to say tough, tough titty. And you know what that is? Tough titty talk? 20 CB. Says no in our newspaper. Oh, you mean the boring idea, you little shit? Yeah, the one that you shit on. Didn't you see all the president's men? Reporters make people talk if they're any good. Reference. You told me you were good, Jack, so I believe you. We're going to start a newspaper today. Let's shove off. Now Jack's helping the kid use stilts. Kid wants to be the editor and call Jack Scoop. Gleason walks out, sees them playing with stilts. Oh, man. Cucko leering on them from the porch. Does Jackie Gleason ever work? He's just watching Richard Pryor no. tickle and wrestle his kid. He owns a company. When you control South Central Louisiana, yeah. you don't have to do any work. Yeah. Kid says a quick call on him, Scoop. Says just because your father owns a newspaper doesn't mean you can run one and put one out. I hate typing. I hate you calling me Scoop. Jack lets go of the stilts. Kid's doing it by himself. He realizes it, so he's happy. Then Jackie Gleason watches his only son fall into the lap of a man he didn't know a week ago. Mm, <laughs> and the kid pins him. A black man at that? Well, I don't see color. You're nuts, Jack, but I love you. Next morning, Jack's eating breakfast, yells at Eric to get up. Kid walks in the room. Jack tells him he's going to take his pick for the paper and then dumps congealed milk from a bucket above him. They like to have fun. Got his ass. <laughs> Payback. Tiny camera for 1982. I didn't recognize that. That's before my time. They're driving toy cars side by side. They race up the top of a hill. There's a cannon overlooking the lake. Last one there is a rotten egg. 20 CV right there. We don't have rotten eggs anymore. If my father's rotten, does that mean I'm going to be rotten too? Probably. What if I don't want to be? It's hopeless. You're locked into it. Master Bates asks, what's Angela like? What? Mind your business, you little shit. I love his response. Is this part of the same conversation? I thought we were talking about your father. <laughs> That's how I feel in this podcast all the time. <laughs> like America. I mean, she loves to fight. A good fight. I mean, she loves to take on chemical companies like that. I mean, stuff that pollutes the world. And she loves the underdog. And uh, she loves to be filled with righteous indignation. She's pretty wonderful. She's probably what your father would call a pinko. Do you mate a lot? What? Animals mate. Well, you know, go to bed, make it. What's none of your damn business? What's it like? Jesus, doesn't anybody talk to you like your father? What do you do with your, uh... Thing. What are you doing? Is this a hypothetical question or is there a lady involved? Master Bates has a crush on a girl named Megan. Pryor tells him to go up to her very gently, take her by the hand, pull her to you, then you jump on her bones. <laughs> the kid doesn't want to joke around about this. <laughs> You're serious? No kidding around? No. Jack says, call her up. Play bingo. This podcast has ruined everything. Bingo. Or buy her a puppy or ice cream. But then he says, play tiddlywinks. And it's a, is tiddlywinks the new bingo? Tiddlywinks. 20 CB. Hey, get that bell. Get that bell. Yeah, get that bell going. <laughs> tiddlywinks is big time 20 CB. I don't think that made it past the 50s. You're asking for it again. Hey, yo. Asking for it again. What the fuck are you talking about? And then he tells him, don't worry about your thing. And I said, that's terrible advice. Awful advice. But I guess good advice to give to a child. To a nine-year-old, yes. Why won't anyone <laughs> tell me? This kid's a real sicko. Music changes. So Pryor's going to be serious now. Are we going to get a message? <laughs> you got to be nice to her. Tell her how you really feel, you know? Take a chance. Stop being so tough. 
They don't like that so much. Tough. Women really like it when you're sincere. They respond too. They look in your face, check out your eyes. Being tough. This little bingo over here talking about tough. Get out of what? Being tough. But she'd really like you if you showed her what you were made of. Do you know what I mean? And don't worry about your thing. Keep that in your pants for a while. You got plenty of time for that. Just show her some of your heart. Show her what you're made of. You're made of a lot, you know? Yeah, but guys at school say if you don't make it with a girl a week, you'll go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> They're nuts. He says this as he gets on his shoulders. Yeah. And I wonder who picked this movie. What's going on? You picked it, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> unclear. Pick up a mirror while you're at it. It's unclear. It's unclear. Don't you know that physical love is the easy part? The hard part is loving somebody with your heart. Now that the kid's old enough, because he's probably in his 40s now or whatever, or even older than that. Yeah, he's older than that. I can tell you unequivocally, the physical part is the easy part. It's the quickest part. It's not the easy part. Excuse me. That's the hard part. No. <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta go, oh, it's a uh, a, a, a Oh, oh shit! Yeah, can't be sincere. <laughs> You've got to play a character. Well, that's different advice. I mean, slow down, Stallone lion. What's going on here? As far as the girl goes, you keep her off balance. You insult her. That's right. You make her feel bad. Then you compliment her. You knock her down. You bring her up. And when she seems interested, walk away. This is a wildly inappropriate relationship. Yes. They're tickling about jumping on her bones after he climbs down off a tree branch. What is this movie about? That's a great question. They tell Bates they're starting a paper tomorrow. Fancy loves educational toys. Everyone stares at her. Gonna interview, take pictures, photocopy. He's got all the equipment. Does Jack call it a photocopier? What? He doesn't say photocopier. He says photocopier. Like a rodeo copier? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Splendid. Pryor asks how Jackie and Fancy met for a practice interview. Jackie says to practice on somebody else. It's not like everybody doesn't already know. And Fancy wonders if Jackie is ashamed of her. This origin story is hilarious. Oh, it's just the sweetest story. I love it. It's exactly like Cinderella. Well, off the record, you give me your word? Yes, sir, absolutely, off the record. Go ahead, sugar. <laughs> Well, U.S. was on his way home from Colorado from visiting numero two. She's in a loony bin in Colorado Springs. What I was doing in Colorado is irrelevant. It's where I might be shortly. I think it's real relevant. You know, I don't believe you know how to tell a story. Same note too, bro, man. I hate when that shit happens. Like, oh boy. you're giving all these fucking weird-ass details that nobody gives a shit about. Just get to the gut. But hold on. I mean, you also will stop any show and be like, I got the greatest story. Yeah. And then it's fine. Like, it's not a bad story, but it's not the greatest story. And then you get mad. I'm a great storyteller. Well, you're not, because otherwise they'd be great stories. Oh. No, they are great stories. I'm a great storyteller. They're not. I'm a great storyteller. <laughs> no. It's unequivocal. Everyone knows I got Unequivocal. It's unequivocal. Well, Dan has shot it down so many times. Because Dan is impatient. Man, Dan is like, oh, man, tell me a story where, like, somebody got naked in the locker room. Whatever. Like, I'm sorry, my stories yep. have a little mm -hmm. taste and a little class. Like, he's looking he's looking for those, like, Leon Lett weird-ass stories. Huh? What are you doing? I'm asking the question, Dan. But why? It's called journalism. Well, is that called, what it is? You call that journalism, what you just did? Again, with the glass of water. Again, again. Are we big, at your house? Where did you even get that glass of water? I, I mean, is one of the stars of Oddball. Uh, he's one of the many regrets Metal Arc Media has as a hire. Bullshit. Oh. Bullshit. <laughs> no, but you'll be like, I got a great story. And then it's a nine-minute story that's essentially just, there was a dog on my flight. She was a little bitty thing. Scrawny. Scared. 
wobbling around on platform sandals. She was the newest, the youngest, and the worst waitress in the bar. It was a little bar outside of Amarillo, Texas, right next to a motel. I remember she was uh, wearing some kind of rayon-like uniform, hardly covered on, with uh, some kind of metal things on the front. A uh, propellers. Propellers? Is that what they were? You didn't know that? The place was called the Flyby and that the motif was airplanes. You mean all this time you didn't know my little metal things were propellers? You're the one who doesn't know how to tell a story. You ask come through that door like the Archangel Gabriel. Like Legion? Angels. <laughs> Repeat offender. And he lifted me out of all that misery and he gave me new hair and then he gave me new boobs <laughs> and a mink coat and a pink continental and a charge card at Neiman's. And I swear, if you don't believe in prayers and miracles, all you gotta do is look at me. I mean, I am living proof. I was having deja vu because this is the exact same story that Uncle Lou tells in Deadfall about picking up a waitress from a truck stop, yes. filled out that little uniform. She was so fine. Best damn cup of coffee I ever tasted. Where did she work? A place called Fly By Night. 25,000 cars go by this motel every single day, and people just drive by because they think it's a seedy place that's going to earn them a divorce. We're going to rebrand it with approachable sexuality. No more propellers. Every waitress in there will be dressed like a pilot because they're going to get you where you need to go. They're really telling this story in front of this kid? Yeah. I like when he said it's right next to a motel. Yeah. <laughs> what you do with that motel, Jackie Gleason? I said the boobs ain't real? They have to be. Yeah, dude, that's a great set. Well, hold on. You have to say a great set. I mean. Unequivocally a great storyteller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 1982, there's no way those are fake boobs. There's no way. Yeah. We didn't have that technology back then. The technology wasn't that good. She says she got a charge card at Neiman's, calling it a charge card, 20 CB for sure. I'm surprised she didn't say unlimited layaway. Jack is drinking wine as Eric asked. Nancy? your boobs black before? And he spit takes ass off. Say no too. Nighttime, they sneak into the office. Kids taking pictures. Wants Jack at the desk. Masturbates. Turns the light on. Tells Pryor to hit a button on the left. It makes Fancy's dress slide off in the painting. Is this a fap office? This is a PG movie? Gratuitous plus soundtrack exposition here as we get the sexy mm, music yeah. to let us know that she's sexy. Sounds a lot like the Tony Medley music. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. I bet Tony Medley fucking loves this movie, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jack gets one more look and says, your father's very strange. Now he's taking a pic of the regular painting. Jack's whispering. The kid speaks loudly as they leave. And once again, the dominoes get knocked over. Cut to Jackie and Fancy in bed. Why'd you stop? My dominoes just went down. Nighttime, same note too. Oh, Jack and Eric are interviewing the head maid. Ruby. She's talking about Bates being mad at her for letting a black man serve. That was Jack. Master Bates wants to take her picture. Next up is the butler rambling about Lord Cavendish. He's won in a billiards game. At any rate, my friend, my lord, my boss, won a herd of cattle here Fords or something. About 700 of them. Bates shipped him over on a 747. First class. Bates came over again, and he won me. You cannot send 700 cows on a 747. 
There's no way. That is a lot of cows, man. Watch me. <laughs> Enough about your flyouts. Maybe Lord Cavendish will get better at pool. God bless. God bless. He fires up another green drop drink. Here's the Lord Cavendish. May his pool game improve. Now they're putting together the paper, design the layout. Jack likes the kid's ideas. Kid wants to use the actual press at the bugle. It's going to irk him. Hercules. Oh, oh come, come on, Eric. That's uh, no way to lay out a paper. <laughs> this kid has him literally breaking into a building. Hey, man. Hey, man. You ever thief? Don't you know it's part of the black culture one parent? Oh, no, man. This dumb kid has the key. Why didn't he tell Jack? Because he didn't ask. Man walks by on the street. Jack freezes up, ass off. Kid wants to put out a paper every week about what's wrong. This kid makes one paper and gets all big headed. Yeah. He's fucking Citizen Kane. What is going on? And then the man that passed by calls the police department. Calls the cops. <laughs> calls the cops. They're printing an insane number of papers. Man, that's a lot of papers, man. There's not that many readers. They called it the toy. <laughs> ah, ah, yeah. They said it and printed it. <laughs> they printed it. Police come in, guns drawn. They arrest both. This kid is lying about one of Jack's gang members sticking a gun in his ribs. Oh, my God. Jack's worried about what he's telling them. All the cops walk up to the holding cell. The kid turns the lights out and throws lit firecrackers on the ground near them. And that worked perfectly. They walk out alongside a random guy in a trench coat who wants 10 bucks. And there you have it. The digging a pool in your backyard moment of the movie. It's so stupid. Yeah, there it is. Is that a new award? <laughs> Sent trouble phobe. The shot ass award. <laughs> Eric and Jack are passing out newspapers to random people all over town. All the previous locations in this movie, the train tracks, the building, the car wash. They gave them all away. Let's go fishing. Man, am I tired. Morehouse gives Bates the paper they were passing out. He asks Eric is responsible for this and Jack Brown, sir. And he wants them both in the office now. Helicopter loudspeaker summons them to the office. He's got dominoes in his office, too. That's all this fucker does. He loves dominoes, man. By the way, isn't that the same chopper from Magnum P.I.? What? Oh, that's a good question. Whoa. It's a black chopper with red, yellow, and orange stripes, just like the one in Magnum P.I. This helicopter has more of a pointed nose, whereas the Magnum P.I. helicopter has a rounded nose, but it's the same color scheme. So I get it. Bates wants to know how many of those papers he handed, they handed out. About a thousand. Yeah. If Richard Pryor is a journalist, does he not know what the words off the record mean? Because that's what Jackie Gleason said at the dinner table. He did. That's true. Yeah. Off the record. He just doesn't have any scruples. That's what it is. Yeah, I guess so. This motherfucker goes on a rant. Threatens Pryor with libel. There's nothing in there everyone doesn't know. I say they're lies. They're lies. But it's the truth. The truth? <laughs> Truth has nothing to do with reality. You have to deal with reality. In reality, any one of these people with a little persuasion will say what I want them to say. Because I am reality. I am the one that knocks. Golden dumpster. <laughs> Sounds like some of Fox News. <laughs> Boss man talk. Tells Ned to take his pants down. Sir, right here, right now. I have to? Well, if you value your job. Drops trow. That's reality. Morehouse has some billowy ass boxers, man. Yes, he does. I don't know. They had those in the early 80s. Yes, they did. 20 CB boxers. Bates says he could use Jack's talents at the bugle. Cleaning lady get fired? Ah. Start Monday in the newsroom. Press card, salary, everything. Pryor looks at a disappointed Master Bates. Shakes Jack's hand. Then he hits Ned with a callback. That bad out there? Worse. Ah. 
like before. And when he slams the door, the dominoes fall again. Again. Oh. This kid is pissed at Jack, calls him a sellout. <laughs> he makes one paper and he's already speaking in headlines. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fucking Woodward and Bingo Steiner. Jack asks him what he wants to do. Starve to death? Think I can feed myself on high ideals and principles? I can't. Tells him he's got his head in the American dream. Truth, justice, and the American way. Works for him. Well, he could have come to Houston with me. As what? Your toy? No, as my friend. Cobra formula right back at you. Yeah. It's a weird relationship. Police escort for the senator to the Bates house. He gets out of his car and the Klan watch van pulls up. Ugh. Where did this plot point come from? I don't know. It came from the Confederate flag in Jackie Gleason's office. Ah, yeah. Senator shakes hands with Jackie in his captain's outfit. You remember Terry Gay? I sure do, Terry. You look good enough to eat. Oh, oh. And then his fucking wife is yelling, getting out of the limo. Oh my God. This hornball senator doesn't give a fuck. Plan watch there to protest the senator for raising money for the KKK. Oh. Jack runs out, screams the auctions tomorrow, which didn't clear things up. No. He wants to talk to Angela. He tells her he can take care of it himself. She says he better be right. And they leave. <sighs> They're having a garden party. This party is a secret fundraiser. It's the birthday party from problem child the senator is bizarrely dubbed over like bozo with a <laughs> lewis pinnock ass accent this is insane us i just want you to know how much i appreciate you throwing this party for us like this you know these old line democrats don't normally support us young liberals Our senator we agreed to keep this under our hat, remember? Uh, if they knew this was a fundraiser, we'd be here all alone. <laughs> oh, we would want that. <laughs> it makes me think they didn't have the mics on when they filmed this, right? Something went terribly wrong. Either that or his accent was so bad. They were like, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. Bates keeps telling the Klan members that they're trying to keep this under their hat. You remember my good friend and fellow Klan member Clancy with the K? Jesus. What is happening right now? There's nothing under the hat about that. This is a really stupid movie. <laughs> Kid and Jack go racing through the party on their little go-karts and motorbikes. Jackie Gleason says, what are you doing here, you assholes? Pryor blows up the plan with Cobra Formula. Senator, do you know who you're taking a picture with? No. Uh, who? The Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> Dub Senator runs away. Jackie was going to use this photo for blackmail. Jackie fires Richard Pryor again. <laughs> the man's like Billy Martin at this point. <laughs> Jackie Gleason is trying to keep the party going. They speed through the party some more. Circus music playing. They collapse the tents. Suck you suckers. The senator leaves. Bates yells at O'Brien to dance. He grabs Fancy. Don't jump her. Just dance. I thought I told you to dance. Clan Watch is loving this. They rip a skirt off a woman. More tents and tables going down. What the fuck is this movie about? Pryor <laughs> runs over the Grand Wizard, drives him around on the front of his cart, and dumps him in a big bowl of fudge. We're not going to skip over this line. When he knocks him out of the car, he said, what's the matter? I'm in the back. Uh, <laughs> wow. Golden dumpster. You look like an Eskimo pie, Grand what? Wizard. No, I got it. Al Nobody's calling anybody an EP. EP. <laughs> it starts a food fight. People leaving the party. Masturbates, double pies, Fraulein, and fancy. <laughs> that sentence, masturbates, double pies. It's accurate. Masturbates, man. It's masturbates. <laughs> what kind of cream pie are you talking about? What? 
kind of cream pie are you talking about? Eric with a sliding wipeout, I guess, but he was playing dead. Cops take away the Grand Wizard. Gleason comes through on a golf cart. Says, I'll get you. He's going to kill Jack. I'll get you. Eric has Jack get on the cart. We got to chase. Jack flies off the go-kart. Pryor holds up silverware like a cross. Gleason chickens out. Jackie swerves, drives right into a pool full of balloons. Yeah. He says, holy cow, it works, and drops the silverware like it's a gun. Now the kid wants to help his dad. Jack says he can't swim. He grabs the kid out of the pool. We get some underwater talking. You dirty son of a bitch. Jack brings him to the surface. Eric is annoying as fuck. Jack walks into a room where Gleason is. Now he's holding a rifle. Jack screams, puts his hands up. This is Minnesota Fats' room. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Whining and sobbing from Richard Pryor. Pleading with him not to shoot. You saved my life, so I guess I owe you one. Highly doubtful. They're even. Talk about hugging him physically. But I did wonder, is that stuffed bear or repeat offender from Roadhouse? <laughs> was it a polar bear? There was more than just a polar bear. There are a bunch of bears in there. There was another movie where they had like, a, was that, or was that Roadhouse? When they entered the house... And there's like there's a like a mansion and there's a big fight and there's stuffed animals everywhere. Yeah, that's Roadhouse. Yeah, it's the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, got you, got you. Sorry. Yeah, the, the movie you phoped. It was too long. I couldn't remember. See, speaking of too long, this movie still hasn't ended. Richard Pryor is <laughs> trying to walk him through how to let your son sit on your lap. Jesus Christ! They're role playing. Yeah. Fancy comes in with booze on the tray. Now she's getting cucked. You <gasps> Elias. Oof. You Elias. You kinky little devil, you. <sighs> well, here's a film noir. I thought she'd be into it. Yeah. Maybe kinky's pejorative in the 20 CB here. They're both ass off when she walks in on them. As they look up at her. Classic oof. Eric and Mr. Bates are driving now. The kid is in a full SS uniform. Bates wants him to understand something. Whenever he drills an oil well, buys a cable system, opens a store. It's for him. When you grow up, you'll control South Central Louisiana. And that's some trick. I'm a Bobby Boucher and the Mud Dogs. <laughs> now, what is more prestigious, being the porn king of Southern California, like in Swordfish, or controlling South Central Louisiana? I think this dude has it on another level because it's not just a town like brad wesley it's a region yeah that's pretty big and it's all these different businesses well southern california is a region but that's just porn though Oof, well i mean look man well but it's a lot of porn dude i mean come on man you haven't been on the internet of southern california <laughs> yeah other than miami is there any other vegas or something yeah vegas a little bit arizona a little bit no not on southern california level no not on that level i'm just talking about your major spots oh the hotbeds yeah, yeah. those will be the four all of orange county <laughs> i don't know some dumbass bonding moment now how do you know there's a bonding moment, Zach. Oh, there's some music playing to me that gotcha, lets you know. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Prior is about people and not power. Most important thing is friends. Jackie's trying to talk to him, but Master's got more rhetoric. Jackie Gleason offers him a trip to Europe. London, Paris, Rome. No response. They get to the tarmac and Eric just runs away. He takes a cab to Jack's house, told the cab driver to push on his dad's bill. Yep. The cab driver says, okay, kid, this motherfucker really does run South Central Louisiana. Dog. First of all, it's not like they went to like the airport. Oh, this is private. Yeah. It's a private airstrip. So the fact that there was even a cab waiting there. You know. I was amazed and impressed. It's the only airstrip in Southwestern Louisiana. Oh, so there was no other airport you could fly into. No. Got it. Master Bates is... Trying to cry this whole time, but he's two ass on. Awful. <laughs> Richard Pryor tells him to give his dad a break. They hug. They love each other. You, your father, and me, we got to be the strangest people on earth. You know that? Huh? That's real confusing. Jackie's car pulls up. I want you to go do what's right, Eric. 
Kiss on the cheek. One more hug. It's a lot of contact. Why did he kiss this man? If ever two people needed each other, it's you and your father. Poppy talk. Take time to reflect on the daddy issues that your daddy had with his daddy and his daddy with his daddy and his daddy before him and every daddy that's been going on daddying before that daddy. Aki says Pryor's right. I do need you and I love you. Masturbates, hugs his dad. <laughs> Weird sentence. I love you, daddy. I really love you. I really love you. For fuck's sake! Can we fucking roll the credits on this goddamn movie? We get it! <laughs> Why does the Gleason tells Jack the job he offered is real? You won't be sorry, U.S. You ass. You're allowed. Oh, he's allowed to say it. Next year, Masturbates is going to have two weeks. One with Jackie, one with Pryor. What? Oh, what the fuck, man? Does that have to be settled in court? <laughs> you know, one of the weird things that I noticed... The credits must be like 20 seconds long for this movie because... Well, they did the opening credits, you know? I'm at 1.38 now, and there's still movie going. It was interminable. Yeah. Like one of your stories. <laughs> no, fuck you. God fuck you. Damn. No, fuck you. I don't have to stay here for that. A random guy walks up and says, Pryor has rich friends. A limo pulls up. White attorney lady gets out. Won't shut the fuck up. She talked with Fancy and now wants him to help her with their son, Eugene. Eugene pops out in a beret. No, that's full <laughs> Nazi right there. This fucking kid locks up ass on with up yours you mother shoots him in the face with a dart gun prior runs away screaming down the road and sped up motion and roy one more time what do we got here ladies and gentlemen we have ourselves the final step and fetch it situation of this movie <laughs> roll credits dart gun darts on the screen for the credit roll which just happened at the end of the movie like that's not a callback to anything except 30 seconds ago no it's not a horseman no a race star production <laughs> <laughs> That just made me glad I picked the movie right there. That, <laughs> that justifies you. Yeah. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging, it's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. ButcherBox takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at ButcherBox.com Dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Who cares if you lose the game? You got this off your chest. I mean, it's just one night of bar trivia. Ooh. One night of bar trivia is sacrosanct. Trivia is sacrosanct. 
In his autobiography, Prior Convictions, Pryor wrote that he and Gleason got along like, quote, kindred souls. He stated the stories Gleason told him between setups were funnier than the film itself. Goddamn right it was. <laughs> Moreover, in a 1982 Los Angeles Times interview, Pryor stated that he had, quote, loved Jackie Gleason for years. This is my favorite part about that trivia piece. It is E-True Hollywood Story bio... Scott Schwartz said that the hardest part of making this movie was, you guessed it, working with Jackie Gleason. That's the kid, by the way. Schwartz was trained to memorize his lines, and Gleason's improvisations threw him off, resulting in Gleason yelling at him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> also during filming, Jackie Gleason taught Scott Schwartz how to shoot pool, so it can't have been that bad if you guys are hanging out playing pool. As we pointed out earlier, the framed picture behind Mr. Morehouse in his office is Ned Beatty's high school graduation photograph. Amazing. Which, again, I just think that's hilarious. That's a great detail. Incredible. As Roy mentioned and made his golden dumpster in the scene at the store, when Richard Pryor is inside the Wonder Wheel, you can see a hand and arm trying to slow the wheel down. <laughs> Michael Jackson attempted to create yeah. a soundtrack for the film, but couldn't compete it in time due to his commitments working on Thriller. The unreleased theme song he recorded is gradually reworked over the years into the song Best of Joy, which was released posthumously on the album Michael in 2010. The original 1981 recording eventually resurfaced on a 40th anniversary reissue of Thriller in 2022. So you're saying that Michael Jackson was interested in this movie, huh? Huh. Mm, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Still can do no wrong in a mean's eyes. <laughs> well, Zach still picked this movie. Set in the fictional city of Bates, Louisiana, the film was shot in the state capital of Baton Rouge. Some sections of the city were temporarily transformed into Bates, confusing some residents who weren't aware a movie was being filmed there and saw familiar sites and landmarks replaced by the name Bates. An Exxon refinery suddenly sprouted a huge sign that said Bates Oil. And a department store parking lot was transformed overnight into the facade of an additional department store. That is some country-ass shit right there. Scott Schwartz later became an actor in adult movies. Wait, what? What, what? I don't think it means what Amin made it sound like. Uh, I think it just means he acted when he was grown up. No. I don't know. I don't think he became uh, the porn king of Southern California. I don't know. Amin's wording there is pretty clear mm. yeah. Yeah. during yeah. filming Pryor was hospitalized with pneumonia and released after a week donner blamed this on the air pollution in baton rouge which he said was the worst he had ever experienced and that he would quote never work in the city again oh excuse me the coat of arms positioned atop master bates's military school uniform cap is the crest of cuba what communism this is from a feature about the movie, the toy, how it changed Richard Pryor's outlook in Hollywood and all that. Quote, Jack isn't shipped to a mansion in a wooden crate so much as he's dropped into the infinite pool of sadness that is Eric Bates' life. As played by Schwartz with the wit and charm that would someday make him a day player in pornography. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. There you go. Uh-oh. Nope. Pretty clear. Schwartz is strong with this one. Apparently real strong. <laughs> Many people felt that Jackie Gleason should have played the boy's grandfather, not his father, even though men have been known to father children well into their 70s, parentheses, including Clint Eastwood. What? My favorite trivia. What? Including Al Pacino <laughs> and Robert De Niro. Oh, ah. Topical. Scott Schwartz, 14 years old, played the nine-year-old Eric Bates. Scott Schwartz from Sacramento. Stand up. May the Swartz be with you. What that? I think he's standing up all right there, Zach. Oh, but he grew up in New Jersey. That makes sense. Oh, no, that's too bad. I'd like you all to do an experiment on a plant, something that uh, may benefit mankind. And if you had devised something that groundbreaking... I guarantee you a A in this course. Oh, well, hold on, man. You firing me? You can't, you can't do that, Lionel. 
Look, man, if you don't want me to have a foreman job, I understand, but I need my fucking job, man. Louis Pinnock Accent Award. We've got Karen Leslie Little as Fraulein. I wondered, could Fancy's voice be considered, or does she talk like that all the time? Yeah, I don't know if this is a Jeep situation. I think that's her voice. There's no way anyone talks like that. But I think my winner is whoever is dubbing over the senator, because it was so abrupt and scary. I'd also nominate the parking people. Do you guys remember when we watched Hercules in New York, and we watched the version that has Arnold Schwarzenegger's original voice? Yeah. But then there's a scene in it when Pretzi listens to the radio, and it's not Arnold's voice. Still the dub. It's the dub, yeah. That is what I thought about when I watched The Senator with the voice over there. <laughs> My Lewis Pinnock Award, of course, is Ed BD saying no jive. You know what? Oh, uh, yeah, I kind of like that. <laughs> no jive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Let's show me who the horsemen are, guys. Yeah, we got soul. Horseman, music cues, or soundtrack exposition, or message, Richard Pryor muttering, poppy talk, cracking knuckles, and... It's racism. Ahead by several lengths, racism. Yeah. You know, I thought racism was going to be a strong contender, but I got to tell you, man. You're going scores position? Absolutely. Every time anything happens, two things. Either there's a message or Zach. Fancy walks in. Zach. I know exactly what's happening. This is a trap, Zach. Don't fall for of it. Of course it's a trap. Of course it's a trap. He's just trying to get us to fall into a racism bear trap right here. No. Quicksand. Maze. Racism wins again. Wait, oh, no, that's oh. a bad sentence. No. That's a bad sentence. Oh. No, well, no, no. It is currently when it's undefeated right now. I'm sorry. Okay. Roy, back me up on that. So it's. Yeah. It's okay to have said. It's okay. I can say it. It's okay. I got a cosign from a black guy. I got a pass. <laughs> Which is the equality you want. Yeah. We're a union now. We, we're band together. <laughs> Why did you deliver that like today? Because the horrible bosses too. You good mood? No, it's true. That's all right. Breathe in through nose, out the mouth. Ass on, ass off. Teddy Rex. Lucy Teddy Rex. Teddy Rex. Ass on. Fuck it, ass off. Ass on. Fuck it, ass off. Michael Bean Memorial Ass On Award. Eugene. Scott Schwartz is masturbates. I didn't even have any other nominees. <laughs> I mean, the kid's fucking bad, man. He put it away trying to cry at the end. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. That was awful. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a massive baits. Yeah, it's massive baits. Yeah, 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 definitely. Carl Weathers Memorial Ass Off Award. Richard Pryor muttering his ass off, but also Ned Beatty. Phenomenal. Not enough of him. Also, Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason was awesome. He really nailed it. I'm going Ned Beatty. Is it Beatty or Beatty? Am I fucking that up? When it's- Probably Beatty. I think it's Beatty. I think it's Beatty. I mean, it's the same as Warren. So Like Warren Beatty, yeah. In the 1990s, Schwartz worked in the adult film industry in minor non-sexual roles and behind the scenes in numerous administrative roles. Look, man. You do porn, you do porn. Minor non-sexual roles? He's a cuck. He would eventually star in adult films in sexual roles. Okay. After appearing in more than a dozen films in a non-sexual capacity. As a cuck. He quit in 2000. That feels like an unnecessary... This is him editing his own Wikipedia, right? Yeah, he did a bunch of porn. It was non-sexual, but then he did some roles that were sexual. Yeah. Okay, so you did porn. Yeah, you did porn. Why are we parsing? Why are we parsing? After Corey Haim's death in March of 2010... 
Schwartz sold Haim's personal belongings on eBay. What? At the behest of the Haim family. Okay. Who do we pick for ass off? I think it's Ned Beatty, unless someone dissents. Feels like a trap. It's Ned Beatty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roy said it. So. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach whispered, I feel like it's a trap. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's Ned Beatty. Are you good at keeping secrets? Absolutely. Because I've got a, a present for you. Secret present outside by the dumpster. Is it a baseball mitt? To fit you like baseball mitt like a glove i hope golden dumpster nominees a mean crying at tony burton getting tickled that's mine lock it in the job interview scene richard Pryor tossing chicken onto the table in a maid outfit spouting catchphrases like the big dipper six grown businessmen unable to explain to a child why you can't buy a person master baits it's massive baits the cobra formula i gotta pull my boots up real high what do you mean because the bullshit is getting thick Masturbate sex talk later on the story of how us and fancy met and the capper to that scene in the office. I am reality. Mm. Other nominees, golden dumpster. Damn a quarter. I can buy a car with this. <laughs> the Cobra formula. You think she's ready? Ready for what? The black experience, the disembodied voice saying good choice, Eric. When the kid says <laughs> what the black man followed by, I thought this got settled in the civil war. Oh my God, they come for the pajamas. <laughs> when he hears the doorbell, me and my wife were about to make love. You can join in. Those are the golden dumpsters I have. Maze put into the spreadsheet for my golden dumpster a mean crying at Tony Burton getting tickled. It's <laughs> not what I cried at. It's not what I cried at. My golden dumpster was, of course, the hands from the crew members of the film <laughs> helping Richard <laughs> Pry in that wheel in the toy store. My golden dumpster is going to be six grown businessmen unable to explain to a child why you can't buy a person. It's a good scene. I mean, oh my God, they've come for the pajamas because he didn't even know who was at the door. <laughs> Perfectly delivered, too. He's trying to make out with his wife. He hears the doorbell ring, and there was appropriate fear in that. Yeah. Ass off. Oh my God, they've come for the pajamas. Well, Zach, you picked it, motherfucker. Motherfucker. I like that. Cobra file. The toughie. I kind of wish it had been other prior movies. See no evil, hear no evil, Brewster's Millions. All movies I would have rather watched. I felt like it was important. We got a good message out there. Cue the music, maze, if you want, but the good message out there is racism is bad, you know? Let's not fall into corporate America trying to drive racism even deeper into us. You know, unfortunately, I like to try to give the people a movie to love, a movie to file, but this is this is a phobe. Roy, you quadruple phobe this one, <laughs> or just triple phobed it? Yeah, this is the phobiest phobe in them all, y'all. Oh, the phobiest phobe! Oh my god, you didn't watch Cats? It ended up being a centruple phobe for me. Wow, this is the worst movie you guys have ever. Well, no, actually, no. This is the second worst because, as you know, Cats was the worst movie you guys have ever reviewed. Maze has some real selections on the board for worst movie ever. Yeah, 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 that is true. And Cats is one of them. This isn't about me. This is about you picking the toys, Zach. And I phobed it. Yeah, you picked the toy. And I phobed it because I'm an honest podcaster. Oh, get the fuck out of here. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Maze? How the hell did they make this? I don't understand totally. It was 1982, Maze. It was 1982. Yeah, that's how they made it. Richard Donner then went on to have a very successful career. He had a successful career before this and after. Yeah. It was Teflon. That's incredible. Richard Pryor did his best, but the premise itself and then all of the 
let's cue the music for some serious talks about how to relate to women and how to love your dad. My God, phobe. Like this is family matters or something. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> the Winslows have a message. A very special movie, Roy. Uh, I mean, all right. So Violet, you coward. the crazy thing about this movie is that you got Jackie Gleason, a comedy icon, uh-huh. and he does a good job. You've got Richard Pryor, a comedy icon and legend, and mm-hmm. he does a good job. You got Ned Beatty, great character actor. Mm-hmm. He does a good job. The kid, I know we voted him ass on, but as far as kid actors go, he's nowhere near the worst of the lot that we've had in Cinephobe history. His name is Master Bates. <laughs> no, it's Massa Bates. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he didn't write his lines. He did appropriately well with what they gave him. Obviously not as well as Gleason and Pryor and Beatty, but yo, man. But no, this is a phobe. Zach, I know you guys your hopes up there that they're distracted. Not at all. No, I saw that coming, dude. No, man, not at all. This movie's awful. I'm glad we're united in harmony in phobing this movie. Beyond being racist, it just didn't have a good story. I mean, even take away the racism, it's all over the place. I would never. Oh, that third act, Ku Klux Klan, Senator, Problem Child, Food Fight. <laughs> craziness like that was the big finish the grand wizard in a black pudding face situation there and then they had three more endings after that i'm happy we all phobed this so suck on that i mean how about that make sure you're sending us your plot lift off you picked it you're sean aston digging a pool <laughs> you're lewis pinnock you're five horsemen your ass on ass off your golden dumpster your phobe or file your next jim carrey wait is scott schwartz the next jim carrey oh yeah the next jim carrey of porn yeah <laughs> your kathy bates Dancing in the background award. All 30 of our awards that we give out every single episode, you can send those to at Talk Hoops, at Darth Amin, at Corn Puzzle, at Count the Dings, at Roy Belly on Twitter. At Cinephopod, Instagram. On Twitter or on threads or whatever the fuck you're using. doesn't matter. Send it to us or sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash Count the Dings. You leave it in the Discord where Maze and I are at all times, and Amin has never been. <laughs> Roy, thank you so much, and thank you for helping us shine a light on racism. Cue the music. And no thank you for picking this stupid-ass movie. I can't believe Maze did that. I really apologize for that. Cue the music. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> Dishonest podcaster. Dishonest podcaster. <laughs> Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade. next yeah what's the next movie all right Harlem Nights. <laughs> so i guarantee it i had a bunch of options here there's a lot of superhero movie spinoffs off of this you have richard donner directed x-men origins wolverine that qualifies did he really yes he did holy shit shitty movie we get the original deadpool with ryan reynolds but that's a rental, so it was out. Okay, he exec produced it. He's still involved, but he didn't direct it. I just had to be sure. He hasn't corrected a movie since 2006. Richard Pryor, of course, Superman 3. That one's available on Max. 
Love that movie. I know, me too, but I just didn't feel like it. Also on the list, and that is available via Amazon Prime, Captain America, the 1990 version. That's courtesy of Ned Beatty. Mm -hmm. The critics' consensus is lacking a script, budget, direction, or star capable of doing justice to source material. And I was like, yeah, I can't do another one of these movies where it's just they don't have anything. Mm -hmm. So that one is out. So Whittle It Down to Jackie Gleason, Smokey and the Bandit 2, which is... On Netflix. And then I've got Richard Pryor, Harlem Nights, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, and Brewster's Millions. I can't believe that qualifies. Brewster's Millions, I was like, oh, done deal. Because I've thought about doing this for a while, but alas, it is a rental. Oh, damn it. Harlem Nights, I said, okay, well, Zach called it. You know what, man? I can't fight it, but Harlem Nights is a rental. It's on Pluto TV. Oh. Oh, shit. Well. You just kind of stole my thunder there because I was going, see no evil, hear no evil with a HBO Max subscription. You can watch that, ladies and gentlemen. Even though Harlem Nights has been made available to me, I'm sticking with see no evil, hear no evil because I want Gene Wilder to enter the cinephobe pantheon. That's our next movie. Can I share with you guys that because this was a 1982 movie and because Jackie Gleason and our man, the butler with the green drop drink, were both incredibly old. I spent about 20 minutes trying to daisy chain to a movie to daisy chain to Birth of a Nation. Oh, oh no. Wow. I mean, I applaud you. And I'm getting shit for picking this movie. Get out of here. <laughs> Is it a rental? <laughs> Supercharge that. Supercharge this entire episode. <laughs> that was your first note. <laughs> and the last note. Sunrise, sunset. 